Grand. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Virtual Strangers, episode 146. I, of course, am your host, Wes. With me, as always, is my good friend, Roots. Roots, how you doing this fine Sunday night? Man, I'm actually wide awake. You know what I mean? I'm drinking coffee, for one, but like this is a, a weird slot, right? And, and we just got out of an amazing uh, time with... Um, with uh, jimmy right which is cool airing yeah days. yeah we've been been playing after the fall chilling out with jimmy <laughs> no wait a minute that's not the jimmy you're talking about is it <laughs> no jimmy from in dreams he's really cool man he's a really cool guy and i can't wait for everybody to see the uh our um on location on tuesday right absolutely and that's uh that's what we've been up to that's why we're going on late tonight is uh, we spent most of the this afternoon hanging out with our friend Jimmy uh, Bowers from In Dreams. We uh, Roots Masher and I met him in Rec Room, and uh, you know after a good hour of getting audio issues settled out, we were able to uh, get in and play a little bit, and we had a blast. Not only did we play though, we talked about a great many things, and you guys are really going to enjoy. Uh, the episode that we have uh, coming up in just a couple of days. I think we're going to try to get it all uh, wrapped up and ready for you by Tuesday. And um, yeah, you guys are going to be excited about some of the things we talk about. I can't believe how good Rec Room was, how much fun I had. I forgot how much uh, good fun you can have in that game for um, something that's free. And Sayo says, first time seeing the intro. And uh, like I said, you did such an awesome job on it. I can't wait for to see another one, which I know you haven't started one, but eventually he's going to make another one. And that was, I'd, I'd love, I, I love that intro every time I see it. It's one of my favorite. Yours and um, well, at MASH's uh, music. Well, thank you, Roots. And welcome back, Sayo. Yeah, it was apparently uh, an old time stranger coming back for the first time in the new era. Uh, good to have you back here, friends. Uh, but yeah, man, a full day, a full week for uh, our channel and, and VR in general. You guys are going to love uh, some of the things we talked to Jimmy about. Uh, we tried to get him to spill the beans a little bit on these upcoming PlayStation VR 2 um, releases. And he, as predicted, uh, he, he didn't budge very much on that. But we did get him to spill the beans on a couple of other things. So uh, Quest players, PC players, you might want to uh, tune in and playstation vr players we talked about a lot of different things and uh roots you know i knew a lot was going on with in dreams i had no idea just how much yeah i, mean, I couldn't believe blew it. me away yeah it was such good information and uh mash and i were already teasing d that we have secrets that we can't tell her and um it's just cool it's cool to uh to just know there's so much going on in vr and uh i can't I can't wait to um, to see them all unfold. Get your in dream stock now, ladies and gentlemen. That one uh, that one might go up a little bit more before it's all said and done. Fabster in the chat says sliding in. You know who loves it when you slide on in, Roots? My <laughs> yeah, sliding really fast, slow. She doesn't care. Um, Kyle, Master yeah. Kitchen's sliding in as well. What's up, Kyle? We were just talking about how much we love you, and we never question when you're not here ever. 
Never, ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so here's what's up, guys. Obviously, we're getting a late start. I do have to work tonight. Mm. We are on the clock. I, as of right now, I have not dropped anything from the show. We're going to try to squeeze it. it all in if we can. Um, but if we can't, we're going to have to start cutting things out, and I don't want to have to do that. So why don't we kick it off the way we always do by saying hello to our friends in chat. Chinatown D is here. What's up, Chinatown D? Thanks for hanging out with us tonight, girl. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry we can't share with you, D. Uh, but we know cool things you don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Bluebell is here. What's up, Bluebell? Uh, we know things that no one else knows, Roots. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He did say that, actually, which was cool. Cool, cool stuff. Yeah, cool stuff. It's not just cool because we know it, too. It's It would be cool regardless. Uh, Bluebell is here, as is Mr. Tasselhoff. Uh, Mickey Berrios is here. Mickey's here, Roots. Um, and I've got a, a Walking Dead onslaught uh, key locked and loaded, ready to drop at a moment's notice here, uh, thanks to our friend Mickey. So welcome, Mickey. Glad, good to see you here. Glad, you see, glad to see that you made it back from your vacation safely. Yep. Uh, Ion, the icon is here jonathan taylor is here what's up um felipe laras don't tip me with a good time kyle he says <laughs> uh let's see here fabster we said hello to guido what's up friend thanks for uh hanging out um let's see techno glitch is here he said rec room been a long five years for me it's, it's a lot different now isn't it roots yeah that was one of the things i was telling you guys i i went in there and I, I couldn't believe there was just even quality of life um everything it felt better and the game was amazing and uh i uh, can't wait to go back in gotta cut my yeah, no, stop myself was... from talking Wes. slap my mouth that's what <laughs> that's what i was thinking about the wendigo man you know the more i sit here and think <laughs> about the wendigo the more i can't wait to get in there and check out uh, the conjuring <laughs> you, well <laughs> i was gonna say i want to check out the different modes man of when to go i want to know what normal and what in, impossible i thought we were impossible and impossible yeah. mode so right yeah we, we probably should have at least went with nightmare mode uh i think but you guys will see more about that later this week uh sayo uh, again welcome back good to see you in the uh chat um travel man 3775 is here what's up friend uh kyle nine i'm sorry chris nine nine eight nine he said kyle's here in all of us <laughs> right <laughs> that's right in our mm -hmm. hearts and legitimately he's here uh sir khalid is here one of our big winners from wednesday welcome uh welcome friend um let's see here feel yarn good to see you see this is a good thing about occasionally going in a different time slot is sometimes Feel yarn shows up that's pretty cool right yeah you get different like you were saying before the show you get different people right you get a lot of the regulars you get other people that maybe can't be here at uh 2 p.m eastern right so oh yeah decepticons here what's up decepticon um and i saw you i saw you the other day in the uh without parole chat by the way i i, I am going to get an all ye in on that one so uh uh, it's just hard for me it's a whole different setup the way brian does things and um i stay distracted when i'm on that at least thus far i'm still in strange surroundings and i don't quite pay attention to the chat as much as i should uh but we're gonna get there guys so uh you guys keep showing up on wednesday and eventually we'll be yelling all ye on brian's uh show as well yeah that'd be amazing mike well, newton is here um 
And I think, oh, Spry Guy, of course, Spry Guy at the top. Hello, Spry Guy. Thanks for, uh, thanks for popping in. We're right on the, uh, the border with Spry Guy to that, you know, let my, almost too late for Spry Guy uh, time, time of day. Um, Hack is here as well. What's up, Hack? Good to see you, friend. Mepper is here. What's up, friend? Uh, Decepticon said, I beat everything there is to beat in Elden Ring. 136 hours. That's crazy. Well, you must not have been hanging out with anybody else because I spent a lot of time running around doing uh, dungeons with D and uh, MASH that I've already beaten, right? That's the fun of it is um, being summoned in and helping your friends beat bosses. And it got crazy in their West without going too far into it. But man, the people invading, dude, like they wait and they'll come, you know, because when you summon somebody in, you, you open it up to somebody invading and they'll wait and then until you're right in the middle of the fight and they'll jump in the middle of the fight and so you don't even if you're not paying attention you don't see that they're there and they're just like they just took mash out and i turned around and i was like oh my god <laughs> we're invaded and it was over and i was already kicked out it's I, to me that's one of the funnest parts of that game it's super cool 250 hours roots that's how long it would take me to to have even come close to, to any kind of a boss in a game like that <laughs> i think you'd love it I think it's just amazing. It's like to me, I, I agree with the Rail Returnal and Elden Ring are two of my favorite all-time games of any games I've ever played. We'll get there, Roots. Just as soon as VR slows down a little bit, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, anyway, uh, as we mentioned before, we have a very limited amount of time, so we're going to hit these headlines. We're going to try to hit these headlines rapid-fire style, so let's get warmed up on a little bit of hardware news. An official render purports to show production of uh, production model rather of Meta's next gen headset, Project Cambria. So I have not read this article, but I know what it says already because I saw the video. This is a render roots uh, from memory. This is for this was done from memory. Uh, Brad Lynch's memory. Sadly, it's Bradley actually got to see the final production model, and he collaborated with someone who's good at 3D modeling. To make this uh, th this little uh, you know demo, if you will, this little model of the uh, of what he remembered. So this is what the thing's gonna look like when it hits the market. And uh, first, um, my first impressions of it, dude, is like VR headsets about to get a lot more comfortable. Look how small and compact this thing is. I know. You know what people? It's funny, Wes. People focus on when they see this. They're like the light bleed for VR. Like there's not a gasket that attaches on there, right? That's because that's the first thing that people are saying. Dude, there's a you know there's a gasket you can attach. But I've had seen people arguing in in chats and, uh, but it, it looks so sleek and, and like somebody pointed out, it looks like they actually got some of the um, maybe potentially some of the hardware in the back as well, which is making it a lot thinner in the front, which is super cool. Yeah, it has that PSVR style uh, forehead rest on it, which I like. Uh, one of the other very notable features that was present on this render, as opposed to uh, the one we saw earlier with, with Zuckerberg, is um, th there's some very noticeable uh, stuff going on in the center of the thing on the front. Some sensors. Looks like maybe some cameras on there. People are speculating that that's probably for 3D depth sensing. Uh, the, the, the idea is, is that this... The main drive of this is to be a mixed reality device for consumers. So these are this is basically being developed uh, 
to be an AR device, but not really an AR device. This is going to be camera pass-through based AR. And uh, that's what the thinking is behind those sensors in the middle is that it's um, basically going to have a lot of functionality with regard to mixed reality applications. And, you know, obviously we're all VR gamers, but, you know, now for the first time hearing that, uh, I'm actually starting to get excited about this thing because before it was just, okay, great. We're going to have, a, you know, a slightly nicer, way more comfortable headset to play Quest games on and PCVR. Uh, now we're starting to hear that this thing may have quite a bit more functionality mm. than uh, than anything that we've gotten in the PC space before, uh, or standalone space for that matter. So uh, w when they start talking AR, VR, XR, and I start thinking, well, maybe we'll get some uh, mixed reality games that are exclusive to this thing. Now you've got my attention. Now you've got you're giving me something here that I I don't have any problem shelling some money out for. Well, we already see with the Quest Two, I guess even the Quest One, all the features down the road, right? They, the thing gets released, and then a year later, there's all of a sudden there's AirLink, there's this, there's that, and this thing, like even just with all that stuff in there, I, I mean, even if it's not there on day one, it's going to be worth having. I think. I mean, I'm agree with you. I was kind of like, I don't, I don't really care about this headset, but now I. I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of do. I'm in a pickle, man. This is more money. Uh, you know, I got the PSVR 2 to think about as well. It's crazy. Well, what they're counting on, and when I say they, I don't just mean meta. I mean the tech, uh, the, the, the tech space in general, all of these big players that are putting this money in right now, they're counting on this XR functionality to have an effect of accelerating adoption that they think that this could be the thing that that really sells people on on vr ar xr and that's why this next wave of devices uh are are, are coming and they look like this they're more compact with a lot more uh features uh, available basically uh this is the race to put out the Apple headset before Apple does. <laughs> That's basically what this is going to be. And obviously for a much more affordable price. Um, and again, you know, while it's true, it's running the same processor and operating system that the Oculus Quest 2 uses. Um, the Oculus Quest 2 uh, down clocks the processor and it doesn't let it fully, uh, you know, work to its potential because of limited uh, cooling capacity. They have to keep it cool. Uh, uh, from what I understand, the Cambria headset's going to have extra fans and stuff built into it. That processor is going to be unlocked. So you're, they're going to have a lot more overhead with that regard. And, um, and notably, I keep hearing that this is going to be a consumer-focused headset, meaning there's going to be lots of cool applications available to make use of all this extra tech that they have in there. So while true, it is just another XR2 chip, true that it is the Quest operating system, uh, we're gonna see a lot of new things from this device. And honestly, I, I meant what I said before, that I think that in many ways, this is kind of the prototype for Quest 3, which I expect to see next year. Yeah, super cool. So are you, do you think you're gonna get it? It depends on that price tag, man. You know. Um, I'd like to see them keep it under five or six hundred dollars. If they do that, I'd say I, I, it's very likely that I'll get it. 
if you get to the six to eight hundred dollar mark it's kind of questionable for me if it's more than eight hundred dollars there's just no way i will I'll, I'll wait you know playstation vr2 is right around the corner yeah absolutely uh Seo says spec wise you have to say it's a quest pro really it is kind of i mean it is quest pro but with all this ar stuff i mean it, it could be something that's completely different than the quest that the quest has no capability to do right um so i guess yeah, and, we, and, we, uh, and we got to remember that in addition to all of this you know extra functionality and extra hardware that they've got going on here with the eye tracking and, and all this xr stuff um it is going to be a nicer display. It is going to have an unlocked processor to run your Quest 2 games in. So, I mean, who knows? We could see a situation now where we have uh, games that are optimized for Cambria, right? Cambria optimized Quest 2 games. So all of your Quest library that you have right now will be playable on it. But some of the higher, more demanding titles might, might actually have uh, might run better. Obviously, they'll look better on the new displays. And then, you know, we could get some, uh, you know, modes and features that are specific to this headset. So uh, even though I don't think that it's entirely gaming focused, this headset, uh, you know, it is consumer focused. So there's going to be a lot of gaming application for it. Ah, Onakazi wants so to know how is the Vive Focus 3's higher clocked XR2 fairing? It's very noticeable. Or is it more of a bump to counter the high res? Uh, that's a good question. I haven't heard anything about the Vive Focus. I didn't even know they were uh, to the third iteration yet. That's crazy. The only thing that I knew about the uh, the Vive Focus 3, and it's kind of funny that you brought it up now uh, as, um, as we're getting ready to do this episode, uh, is because... Um, I read an article today about an interesting application that UPS uses to train their drivers. And uh, it's it's like a driving simulator in VR that, you know, huh. teaches people, you know, basically how to drive. And, and what they're doing is they're loaning this application out to the Boys and Girls Club of America to teach uh, kids from 13 and up how to drive with VR. Um, but the headset that it that it runs on is Vive Focus 3. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So I, don't, nobody, I don't know So anything. nobody's going to get to use it. It's going to be... Well, just the people at the at the Boys and Girls Club and, oh. and UPS. Obviously. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I guess. Well, UPS. There you go. Vive Focus. But I, but I don't know anything about Vive Focus. I know it has impressive specs. Um, that's really all I know about it. Well, and it's not big here, but it doesn't mean it's not big in other markets that are dwarf our market right i mean china's market's huge so absolutely yeah and focus has been a big hit there ever, ever since the first one launched so yeah yeah uh anyway as i mentioned before the project cambria uh is going to run on the uh quest 2 os the the quest 2 uh operating system in android android based i guess i should say and uh, we're starting to see some interesting things pop up in that code as well, especially uh, this next item, VR AirBridge dongle for MetaQuest 2 discovered in code. Now, uh, basically, data miners watch the Oculus Quest 2 code like a hawk. And anytime they find any kind of reference to new hardware or new features, it hits the news. Now, the one thing I would push back on um, from all of the coverage of this basically what this is this is 
uh, code that's pointing to a potential new product coming out for Meta headsets, uh, which allow you to tether your wireless standalone headset to your computer, uh, from what I understand, without a need for uh, a router. You you can connect directly to your computer with a Wi-Fi 6 speed connection um, without the need for a router. And, and supposedly is going to bring about much better uh, PC tethering experience in, in, with regards to reliability as well as quality. And uh, people are excited about this potential product. And I say potential uh, because, you know, nothing's been announced. This could just be a prototype, something that they're testing, something that might never see the, the light of day. Uh, but everyone's reporting this as it uh, as it's a confirmed thing for Quest 2. But I would remind everyone that it isn't just Quest 2 that uses this code, that uses this program. The upcoming Cambria headset and beyond could be using this. This might be a next-gen product for a next-gen headset. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's just so many questions. I know uh, Carmack, I guess, was talking about this. Um, and uh, I think it was, was it, I, I just close the chat to, to scroll this up i got everything jacked up um it's uh somebody in the chat was wanting to know i think it's bluebell was wanting to know what the difference between this one and other other um adapters are that's a good question i mean there's whatever the technology is in there i i think it's um it's cool that there's actually technology out there that could make it very easy to connect i know for me my controllers um, even just the Xbox controller, the dongle I have for the USB, it, it makes it so easy to connect. And I know that's not necessarily a, a headset, but whatever they can do to get the, the latency down and the, everything more stable, right? To where across the board, it's 100% easy because AirLink is great for some people. And Wes is a perfect testament. You know what I mean? Like you've had issues trying to get it to run from day one. I don't know if you still can or not. Um, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to, to run it perfect. But with this dongle, I'm assuming you plug it in and it just hooks up and you're good, right? Right. And that's the promise of all of these articles anyway, is that there's less latency. There's a, a wider data pipeline allowing for, for higher quality visuals and, uh, and less compression. That, that's kind of what it promises. Now, the question specifically regarding other devices such as this, as far as I know, other like... Um, other airbridge type dongles that are available right now uh, are typically being used for casting it isn't something that's being used uh for um connecting and actually playing on pc games through it now i could be wrong about that and he may be talking about other things like um the the thing that people are using with vive and and uh rift that is uh, a different technology, I think, based on an older uh, Wi-Fi standard. So those are like Wi-Fi 4, Wi-Fi 5 um, technology, mm. and this is using the latest Wi-Fi 6 technology. So obviously, again, less latency, wider bandwidth, and uh, better performance. Yeah, yeah. And I was saying, and I was saying when we were um, doing our thing today, you know, this would be a great thing for PlayStation VR 2 to plug into, and you even went a uh, uh, a step further and you said well how do we know it couldn't be built in there you know what i mean like this technology right. and i mean we don't know i mean the, this the, the at least from the what the quest has shown me over the last couple of years of quest 2 is uh, there's just because the technology isn't there now doesn't mean they didn't build it in there for a later date to unroll 
like all the features right. that quest has done so right and roots uh whole thing earlier was like well i mean if they could do this for a, a quest in a pc then they could very easily come out with a dongle for your playstation 5 that would allow you to uh connect up a, a future wireless version of the headset to the thing or, or even the, the version that's coming out and my whole thing is is that we heard before ps5 ever launched that it had some fairly advanced wi-fi 6 uh, hardware inside of it that was put there specifically for uh tethering with a vr headset and then you know the conversation kind of from there uh went off to uh, masher saying that he heard that um that there could be some wireless stuff at play already and the, the reason why they're able to do, do so much with their their usb c connection is that part of the data transfer is being handled wirely wirelessly already uh, which i don't know and obviously we won't know that until we uh, get the full spec sheet on it uh but yeah at this point anything's possible right yeah that's so crazy so cool <laughs> technology is just uh taking off and at any rate this if this is true if this is coming um like they you know they're saying in this thing it's going to be amazing it's going to revolutionize uh what we already have which is airlink um, plus i guess it'll be right with this with a dongle space denison joining us in chat what's up void cat as is Wolveraza uh, roots. If Wolveraza keeps harassing people in the chat, I'm going to call the police. Yeah, dude, I'm about ready to just, just throw him out. <laughs> I'm joking, Wolveraza. Sorry, sorry that you've had such a shitty couple of days, man. Glad to see you here, buddy. Yeah, hopefully we can lighten the mood and uh, and just say some people suck. So a lot of people suck. Roots. A lot of people you know who up suck. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Well, depending on who you are, it could be. That's true. Uh, moving right along, um, Epic releases Unreal Engine 5, but its headlining features aren't quite ready for VR. So uh, Unreal Engine 5, we've talked about it for well over a year now. A uh, lot of anticipation for what this is going to mean for the gaming industry, not just VR. Uh, and it has fully been launched now for, uh, for all the different game studios to make use of in developing their next-gen games. Uh, only the uh, the headlining new features that come with Unreal Engine 5, Lumen and Nanite, which we talked about at length uh, when they were unveiled, not quite ready uh, to be used in VR just yet. Uh, but the good news is, Roots, is all of the rest of Unreal Engine 5 fully usable in VR right now. So even though the, these uh, the, this groundbreaking new technology uh, it has not yet been adapted for VR. I'm sure we're going to get there, but that doesn't mean that Unreal Engine 5 can't do amazing things for VR games right now. Absolutely. And if you play flat games, it's going to do other things right today. Um, but I, I, the technology is amazing, and it's going to take a little bit uh, for, I guess, them to iron out the, the Lumen and the Nanite. But, man, it's, like you said, the, the, the features that will be there already are, are phenomenal. And um, I can't wait to see what people already do. I mean, I, I think probably we'll see it with the PlayStation VR 2 release first, maybe. But I don't know. I guess considering it's an Epic, could be in a PC VR game as well, right? To see some kind of a release. Well, Epic, one thing is becoming increasingly uh, obvious, and that is Epic is all in on this metaverse VR uh, concept going into the next generation. Their fingerprints 
keep showing up in everything that that you look at and uh it's quite obvious that um that they're going to have a big role to play in in the vr during this upcoming generation and i'm sure eventually that's going to mean that these features get uh modified so that they can be used for vr as well basically all lumen is anyway is like uh software-based ray tracing mm. so you don't have to have hardware that can do ray tracing you can do it you know based on this uh software and apparently it's not very resource intensive and it works very well oh. um but yep. you know you know so that don't work for vr then we'll just have to use the hardware based ray tracing right right but think about it, though the software based will be in for the quest the lighting you know yeah. it's going to be mm -hmm. amazing um Onikazi says if they improve over a proper Wi-Fi 6 router with a strong signal, he'll be surprised. And that's the whole point. It's probably, I'm pretty sure it won't. It's just going to make it stable for everybody. Because there are a lot of people that just, no matter what, they just can't get a good air link, uh, stable air link. So. Well, I'm in the market for a new Wi-Fi 6 router right now, actually, that, now that you mention it. Because, it, um, you know, my crap router, it, it, it bit the dust oh. uh, recently. So, so everyone had to will become the shit yeah. one, right? Nice. Yeah, right. Everyone, uh, everyone's moved on to my gaming router now. Ooh. All the traffic in my house goes through my gaming router, which I haven't really noticed any kind of uh, uh, an issue with it. But I, you know, I haven't been using virtual desktop any either. I've mm. just been tethering to my PC with a wire. Um, so yeah, I'm in the market. I'm going to keep my eyes open for uh, on the Facebook Marketplace for a good used one obviously i don't i don't use the wireless stuff enough to really justify spending a bunch of money on they're it. not that expensive. But my eyes are open you can yeah get the, not you anymore can get, you can get the at least the one i think the one i got even which is a decent one it was like less than 100 bucks so even the crap ones are not that expensive anymore so you might check yeah, that too good. just check and see you know if you don't see any um any decent ones on facebook marketplace or yeah, the show absolutely. should buy you one dude with all the stuff uh, you do, you're—I mean, that's like well, it's very nice of you to say, but uh, we're we're gonna keep letting that money uh, build up, and uh, when the show really needs something, the show will will get it. There's other things that listen, that we need, and we listen can, to Wes, man. He says he's always—he's so diligent, man. That's a, that's a that's a good thing. Well, uh, you know, we don't we don't make a lot of money uh, through donations. But it does add up over time, and we've been doing this for a while now. So uh, every little bit uh, helps. So, again, shout out the patrons out yes. there. Shout out to the people that, that leave donations on YouTube. Shout out to, to Guido, who gives gives me donations uh, live in person. Um, it all adds up. And, and one of these days, I mean, we, we did spend quite a bit of it, you know, going back to what Sayo was saying earlier with the, uh, you know, the uh the, the logos and the whole new look of the channel we spent a lot on this stuff we even spent uh some on stuff we had to throw away you know because it didn't turn out to the uh, quality level that we uh were expecting uh this is actually the second or third iteration of our uh channel art and and stuff you know the the earlier versions weren't quite as good yeah this is a perfect example of what i was saying to onakazi mickey bear says my airlink plays like crap Bluebell says my airlink works well and I only have DSL. They need they need something in the middle, man, because Bluebell shouldn't be able to say what they just said. <laughs> and Mickey Bear should be able to say mine play at least played normal. Wes should be able to say I can access airlink. 
um and all of these things don't exist well so if mickey if mickey has a decent router then he should try virtual desktop like yes airlink don't work at all for me at all um but virtual desktop works very well for me so and if i'm being honest virtual desktop i believe is the superior version anyway not because you have to pay for it but because uh Guy puts extra stuff in there the vibrant colors there's a lot of things in there that um we forget you know even the, the synchronous space warp is phenomenal it, it makes it re- run really smooth so absolutely it is it is the superior version most people would tell you yeah uh, anyway, uh, back to Epic, back to Unreal Engine 5. You know, p- a lot of people saw this news that uh, Unreal Engine 5's main two features aren't uh, available in VR and, and kind of had the attitude, well, obviously Epic doesn't care about VR so much. Not true. According to this next headline, Epic has confirmed PSVR 2 Unreal Engine 5 projects are in development. Not only that, Roots, uh, but when you look at this list that's kind of in the background there, it's a list of partners, Unreal Engine 5 partners, and it has PlayStation VR 2 listed as an official Unreal Engine 5 partner. And what we suspected that things were like this were going to happen last year when we reported that Sony uh, made a, a very large monetary investment in Epic Games. They're literally partially owners of Epic Games. So we... we suspected that not only uh, better collaboration on traditional games but that you know with epic's increased focus on vr and the metaverse that that would mean big things for playstation vr 2 and here we have proof positive of just that uh, officially uh, partnered with playstation vr 2 psvr 2 is going to be a big deal mm-hmm. man it, i'm not saying that it's going to come out to the level uh, that traditional gaming is on right now but it's going to be something much more like traditional gaming uh, than we've ever seen before in VR gaming from any platform. Like Sony's treating this thing like, like it's a legit big deal, at least so far. Right. Well, it is. And, uh, you know, this is the thing. Why would Epic not want to be on the best VR platform that exists, which is going to be this platform for a while? And I know there's a lot of... um PCVR gamers that their left eye or maybe your right is twitching right now and it's true you're just gonna have to deal with it for a little bit you're not gonna be the the kings of the 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 playground for you know probably a year right no you know i think pc pc gamers are kind of uh at least it's been my experience that they're kind of keen on the idea of psvr2 most of them are looking forward to it i think that the oculus quest or meta quest has had this effect on on vr gaming um that you know for lack of a better word watering the games down that uh pc vr players have come to appreciate playstation vr a lot more where before quest they were kind of at odds with one another now that quest is here my enemy's enemy is my friend and pc vr gamers and psvr gamers are kind of kindred spirits now that are tired of cell shading and, and uh tech demos yeah absolutely and that's uh i agree 100 um spry guy says he watched the video jim hall posted in discord ue5 looks amazing and if you don't know what he's talking about you aren't a member of the discord join the discord you can check out the video i think it's in the uh, vr news maybe um not sure yep. so. invitation to the virtual strangers discord community in the description below awesome people posting awesome things every awesome day uh yeah. we invite you to come along yeah, it'll be an awesome time, I, I promise. 
<laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's try to blow through some of these metaverse uh, headlines. Big number of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Waveguide maker DigiLens announces new investment at five hundred and thirty million dollar valuation. Uh, Roots, this is a uh, a lens maker that specializes in Waveguide, which is a key technology for AR glasses. Uh, half a billion dollar valuation before AR even is a thing. Wow. If you own this company, are you not tempted to sell? <laughs> I oh, probably sure. wouldn't, but 500 million, you probably wouldn't get that much, but maybe 350, 400. That's crazy. That's a lot of money for valuation. And it's, uh, they're every, I mean, they're the top, um, the top uh, lens makers, right? So they're probably going to be uh, used in just about every AR thing out there, I would imagine. Yeah, what, WaveGuide technology is uh, kind of an amazing uh, thing in, in certain applications of it anyway. And I, by no means am I any kind of expert on it, but this is a way to get away from the traditional screen model that most headsets have right now. This is a completely uh, different way to, uh, to project imagery into a, a headset or glasses, I guess, at this point. And uh, apparently... Uh, a lot of people have a lot of faith in uh, DigiLens with regards to uh, the, their uh, their place in this space. So a uh, big number of the week, $530 million. That's pretty pretty big. Yeah, crazy. It's huge. Uh, moving along, Meta has canceled F8 this year, 2022, to focus building focus on building the metaverse, they say. And this is just, roots in, in my opinion, all this is is confirmation of what we said in October has happened. So before this last year, we would have the Facebook summit F8 in April. And then later in the year, uh, we would have Oculus Connect, which was VR and gaming focused. So this past October, during the last Connect, it was very VR focused, but it wasn't very gaming focused. And we said at that time, okay, obviously... Facebook isn't Facebook anymore. Facebook is a VR company now. And now October is kind of the new Facebook showcase, the new Facebook summit. So coming in April, when they do the meta gaming showcase, it's it's basically going to take the place of the old F8. They're switching places. And this just is the, the, the final nail in that coffin. They have completely switched. Now October is the summit. April's about the games. And uh, that's fine, dude. As long as long as they're giving us something gaming focused, I'm actually kind of happy. I'm happy that Facebook isn't just a social media company, but now they're Meta. Now they're a VR company. Um, it, it just is the basically the final straw showing us that they are all in uh, on VR, XR, AR, uh, and really the social media thing is uh, yesterday's news, yesterday's tech, and. Uh, who who knows how much longer that the Facebook platform is going to even be around? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think we'll hear about on uh, the twentieth? We'll hear um, what's in the box or not? I still want to know what's in that <laughs> damn know. box. Uh, I, they they may bring it up. They they may give us some news with regards to uh, Cambria, but I, I suspect that that showcase is going to be largely gaming focused. I think you know for the, since. You know, we'll say for the last three or four months that PSVR 2 has dominated the headlines, dominated the hype in in the VR space. And I think Meta is acutely aware of that. And I think um, 
I think that they're bringing their big guns to this gaming showcase. I think they're going to really show us that while they are focused on building their social platform, that they're still a player with regards to gaming. And uh, I think that they're going to try to steal back some of that PlayStation VR 2 hype on April the 20th. And that's why that week we're not going to be going uh, on Wednesday night. We're not going to have a typical Strangers in the Night episode that week. Instead, on Tuesday, April 20th, next week, we're going to be live reacting to the uh, the Meta Gaming Showcase. We're going to uh, come on the air. You, yourself, Masher, and I, uh, 20 to 30 minutes before the showcase starts, uh, give a little bit of uh, speculation and uh, wish list. We're going to watch the showcase together. And then we're going to uh, we're going to discuss it afterwards. So Strangers in the Night is actually going to be Strangers in the Early Afternoon on uh, Tuesday, April twentieth. So uh, you guys mark that one on your calendar. Yeah, it's four twenty. So join us there. It's gonna be cool. Um, I, I you know my thing is I, I just I, I to be able to do we're gonna be able to watch this live with people and react. I think it's cool. Hopefully it's uh, better than last year's because uh, reacting to that would suck. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it'll definitely be better than last year's. Although last year did give us uh, Resident Evil 4. Oh, that's true. Uh, which was one of the best titles of the year. Uh, I would expect to learn more about the Grand Theft Auto. I would expect to hear more about the Ubisoft titles. I would expect to hear more about these Vertigo titles. And then we've already heard, uh, you know, a pretty good list of developers uh, that are going to be showing up sharing news at this thing. So uh, it's going to be a. a an interesting event to say the least yeah well we're gonna get to do a nooner with all these people d says you know who else likes to go a good nooner My <laughs> yeah she does tasselhoff says tuesday's the 19th wednesday's the 20th i thought that the the, the 20th fell on a tuesday i no. hope that's true let's see here it is on the it is on a wednesday roots that, that's absolutely true thank you um yeah, so that makes Thank it. Thank you, So it's going to be on Wednesday then, right? Yeah, you... yeah. So, uh, so we're going to reverse the order then on that Wednesday. We'll be going strangers in in the night during the early afternoon, and then we'll do uh, the uh, games cast later that night with Brian Paul. Or when I say <laughs> we, I mean me. <laughs> dude, I'll be on there, dude, uh, talking to Brian about it. I, I think Mash just had his wife change their Disney plans. Mash, can you change? Can you have Stephanie <laughs> change it back for Wednesday? Yeah, where where did we get Tuesday from, bro? Was it know. Masher? I'm, I'm gonna blame it on him. It's Mash. Gosh dang it, Mash! No, I'm just kidding. It's not probably not Mash's fault, but hopefully we can fix this because yeah, she really legitimately switched things. Um, well, that, Steph- that's not good. Where, where did we get Wednesday from, bro? Where did or we? Tuesday? I, I hope know. I didn't do that. Tuesday, yeah. I, hopefully I didn't do that. Hmm. I'm gonna blame it on Eric, uh, but I, maybe it was me. I don't know. Well, at least we figured it out now. You know yeah have her change it back to <laughs> sorry yeah uh this is oh, not said, good, this is not good. Oh, oh, oh. sorry sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry hey we so haven't sorry. done that for a while we need to do a mat uh we're sorry segment mash we're gonna start right now with you we're sorry <laughs> yeah sorry i don't i don't know for 100 percent it's my fault but if it is i'm very sorry i learned a long time I guess, ago it's just a, a apology away from things going good. One of us, one of us should. Uh, hey, look, Mash. Hey, dude. 
yeah, I mean, we'll, of course, we would love to have you here for the episode, but dude, if you, you can't we be can, there, Roots and I, yeah, Roots and I can handle this one, man. You know, go do stuff with your wife. You know, uh, don't have her switch it back. Just go tell her to switch it so that you guys do shit on both days and that you don't have any kind of obligation with us that week. You have been released from uh, from your obligations for virtual strangers that week and uh maybe uh maybe we can uh, pop in on your show on thursday oh, yeah. and and talk uh talk a little well i don't know i don't want to put myself in in yeah. his plans but uh if you want to if you want to chat it up with us on camera i'm sure we can figure something else out Master, after he yeah. said it's all felipe's fault and then he said it's all good he'll make it work so dude don't 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 push it with your with your awesome wife dude like uh, I, I priorities, bro. Priorities. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I'm married. My wife would, uh, which I think she'll be happy that it's all happening on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. Um, but we didn't have to like change vacation plans and shit because of it. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. Tass says it's anyway. conspiracy against mash. Don't believe us. I, you know, Yeah, he's, Mash says his wife's a diehard that she loves us. Well, we love her too. Yeah, not as much as you, obviously. Like you, really not in a not that it would be weird, not in a weird way. Mash, I promise. <laughs> anyway, uh, back back to the metaverse. Uh, did you hear, Roots? The metaverse is a big deal, um, such a big deal that we have companies from all aspects of the marketplace jumping in. People you that would think would have nothing to do with the metaverse jumping into the metaverse. And uh, in case you didn't hear. Uh, Epic Games has their fingers in all of it. Uh, Lego and Epic Games are building a metaverse for ages four to ninety-nine. Oh. So, roots. First of all, what kind of headsets are these four-year-olds using? Uh, like, is it going to be a like a Lego headset that you build or what? I don't know. Uh, and did they get varifocal lenses figured out yet, so people won't freak out about the four-year-old using the I know what it's going to be. I know what it's going to be. It's going to be one of those Viewmaster things where you hit the slide and, and so you know what I'm talking about? It could be like a very detailed 3D, you know, like this is the thing, like a VR image wouldn't be the same as a VR uh, or would it as for your eyes bad to look at? I don't know. You know, people don't talk about it a lot, but that Viewmaster kind of is the the grandfather of, of VR. It's kind of the first vr headset and even though it didn't have like video in it it had full 3d pictures that you could look at just by holding this thing up to your face and pointing it at the light i'm surprised that some creative developer hasn't like recreated a lot of those you know old slides and stuff like you go into a vr room you pick up the ViewMaster, and i'm sure there's a catalog uh uh, and you know whoever has the patent on it hasbro or whoever it was that made that thing I'm sure there's a catalog of all these slides and stuff that they used to sell for it. Like I would, I, I used to love that thing. Obviously that's the kind of thing that I love now. It's the kind of thing I loved when I was, you know, as far back as I can remember, if they made some kind of digital recreation in VR of those old slides, I would totally go back and play with it. Like I would buy that. I'd pay 10 bucks for it just to be able to go back and, uh, Look at all those old slides in my headset. Absolutely. Talk about nostalgia, right? And you can actually um, have it be really high def, maybe even more 3D. uh, Maybe you're able to interact in it. I don't know. There's a lot of things they could do with it, right? 
Yeah, well, I mean, um, they did. I mean, Viewmaster made some really cool stuff as technology took off. I remember one of the things they made was a projector. Mm. It was like a flashlight. Oh, it, yeah. It was like a big, big thing like a flashlight, and you put the cartridges in it, and it projected the uh, the images onto your wall. Uh, and obviously, it wasn't like full 3D like the, uh, the headset was, but uh, it was still really cool. And as I remember, there, there was some way that they had sound effects with it. So that, like it would tell you when to hit the slide and it would tell a story. Wow. Um, I love that thing too. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. Hey, wife is in the chat wife. Um, I love you first of all. <laughs> uh, but when I said, when I said uh, to you the other day that we were going to have to go on Tuesday, uh, what I really meant was that we were going to have to go earlier on Wednesday next week. It's not actually going to be on Tuesday. Still going to be on Wednesday, just uh, just earlier, way well, earlier in the day. So. Well, what's cool is now you have oh, Tuesday, oh. Tuesday night free, right? Maybe to hang out with her. Yep. There you go. So, uh, yeah. yeah, hopefully that doesn't um, change things up for you too much. I don't think we had any plans anyway. But, uh, yeah, it'll get both shows back on the same day because, obviously, uh, the games cast was still going to be on Wednesday. So mm. now this just kind of pulls everything back together on uh, on the same day. So cool. I, I think she'll be cool with that. Awesome. Uh, anyway, um, Lego and Epic Games building a metaverse, ages four to ninety-nine. Roots. I put this in here because this is legitimately something that's going to sell headsets. These people that are in the Legos are out there, and they are really in the Legos. There are people who are fanatical about Legos, thousands and thousands of them. Yeah. And uh, something like this will sell headsets to certain people. Absolutely. Well, this, this, we, you know, this is the thing about VR. You, we always say you want to, they have to give you something you can do or you can't do in real life in VR. Right. And for some people, um, like they don't have money and they don't, they can't get the cool kits, right. The car, the Lego sets or whatever. So this is going to give them access to it for one. And then two, they're going to be able to do things, you know, that you can't do in real life. Maybe a Lego that's like as tall as your house. Or you're building a huge dinosaur or who knows it's going to be super cool right have you ever played any of the uh the lego video games like lego star wars lego harry potter lego batman I have, lego marvel i have those are super cool actually they're awesome they're, they're good games right mm -hmm. and i imagine something like that you're going to go into this vr world all the buildings are going to be made out of legos the cars are going to be lego cars the avatars roots are going to look like the characters in those mm -hmm. games gonna be little lego dudes and you get to uh i think it's gonna be cool you get to have maybe have a gun and point it at stuff and it like assembles legos like you do in the other lego game watch the stuff form right in front of you right staircases right. or whatever yeah super cool and then king kong comes through and knocks the buildings down and it's just legos that fall everywhere damn it i spent so much time building that shit king kong i know it, jerk right? <laughs> uh felipe says that the harry potter ones are great the bat one man one's really good too uh i haven't tried the star wars one but i bet it's awesome as well yeah they're all cool they're really cool uh anyway uh good on lego good on epic for for uh recognizing that potential and getting that deal done um did you hear roots the epic is into uh the metaverse in vr oh well they've just have clearly tons of stuff going on right Crazy. Uh, Epic Games free 3D scanning apps looks pretty amazing. So this is Reality Scan. Uh, this is an upcoming application that's about to hit beta on uh, 
current model iPhones or, or recent model iPhones rather that takes uh, full advantage of all of these uh, array of cameras that come on the newer iPhone models. And the, I guess in the future, it'll be the newer Samsungs and uh, you know, all, all the different new models of phones that have, you know, you've, you've seen these phones now, right? They have four cameras on the front of it and, you know, facial recognition and all this shit going on. Um, well, apparently, uh, Epic's put out an app that's going to allow you to use these phones to scan things in a full 3D scan to bring it into the metaverse. So you can literally scan your whole house and all your shit, and bring it into VR uh, using applications such as this. How cool would that could be? Can you imagine if you could scan your whole, even just your whole room, but a whole house where you could walk around your entire house and and be in VR and like that's your your thing. You're not really running into anything, right? Because you see your couch. And I'm not talking AR see through, you know, pass through. I'm talking like it's in there. I think that's really cool. It's awesome, man. And what's really awesome about it is this isn't like specialized equipment. These are phones that people already have in their pockets that they didn't buy, thinking that they were getting this kind of a feature set. This is just regular phones you know, that, that are come have been on store shelves for a while. And now it has all this new functionality. Uh, thanks to Epic Games. Epic, once again, uh, pushing this concept of the metaverse forward and being, um, you know, maybe not as big of a champion as Meta. Obviously, no one's as big of a champion of the metaverse as Meta, but Epic really showing themselves to be one of the top players. Uh, with regards to building this next phase of technology. Yeah, that's crazy. That's definitely cool. Um, D's got a good point there. All right, no, I guess, no, it wasn't D. It was Chris9989. Um, I'm going to walk up to random uh, people on the street and scan them for NPC characters. You know, and that's that's going to be a real thing. And what if it's somebody coming up to scan you for some kind of a weird experience that you don't want to be a part of <laughs> like you ain't scanning me bro you'll like, never know it. you'll never know it, it, it's you'll we're, we're entering a weird time um you know because people will be yeah, scanning that, people that you don't even know that's just weird all right cue the 30 minute conversation about mm -hmm. uh deep fake and all the shit that's going on with that and uh the the voice modulation technology that's available right now uh, we could really get into a deep one here if, if I will allow it to happen, it's a good which topic I will Wednesday. not. It's a good topic for Wednesday. That is Wednesday. a great topic. So let's exactly. put it in the back of our mind. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we can we can discuss the dangers of these this technology. Actually, uh, they kind of already did that this past week on uh, Without Parole. They, they had the uh, conversation you know, last Friday. Brian and Miles Dyer talked about uh, what about what happens when VR gets too real mm. and a lot of these very same issues came up during that conversation. So I would suggest anyone who is interested in uh, kind of uh, getting started on, on thinking about these sorts of uh, issues of tomorrow issues of today, really uh, go back to the without parole channel and check out Friday's episode. It was really, uh, it was different, something different for, uh, for Brian's channel. Oh, cool. Absolutely. Check that out. And, um, uh, Chris nine nine eight sign nine says, "Yo, can I scan your feet for my game?" Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about, Chris. <laughs> You're gonna get some weird stuff, and I don't even want to talk about what my mom would scan. We all know that, so we'll leave it there. 
I'm getting. Uh, I'm going to get me a new phone right before Comic Con next year, Roots, and I'm going to have <laughs> a wild time afterwards. I'm scanning some NPCs for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, that's enough fluff, dude. Let's get into some gaming. Okay, so this is typically the part where I would uh, credit Upload VR for this article and this news that I'm about to uh, talk about. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to credit me for this mm. because this past week on the Without Parole Wednesday or Wednesday edition, uh, I basically spoke this into reality roots. I was I went on a rant like a five minute, well maybe not five minutes, two or three minutes long of me praising to the top as this underrated gem in the VR catalog. I started talking about what I wanted to see from Electric Hat Studios uh, in a follow-up to To The Top. Dude shows up in the chat, says, do you want to see it? Sends us a trailer. We unveil the trailer. Bada boom, bada bing. Super kit to the top roots, and it's everything that I wanted. And then some. This thing looks amazing. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly what I was going to say. You need to take more credit for more than just bringing it up. You spoke this concept into existence and i can't say 100 percent whether the the devs saw that or not when you talked about it many times um is the it, it just shows you that you never know who's watching right um and you never know who's a fan i mean i mean obviously they're a fan of psvr without out parole and how cool is it that uh you were able to showcase this just because you were praising how good this game is and and that they need a sequel and he's like bam here it is legitimately a, a a top 25 uh vr game not just in the playstation catalog but vr in general this game is or, or the predecessor to super kit is an evergreen it's a game that is just as fun now as it was on the first day a game that you can play with friends a game that's available on all platforms and um and you know while yes it is kind of a tech demo that's true it's kind of a tech demo very basic graphically, not a whole lot of drive with regards to a campaign. That's where Superkit comes in. You know, to the top is kind of this foundation that an amazing game can be built upon, and that's what Superkit is. It, it takes everything that to the top done did well and then fills in the gaps of the things that it maybe didn't do so well mm. to give us uh, a single-player campaign uh, with, with combat, with uh, beautiful art and large you know, vertically oriented levels. I mean, the, the, this art looks beautiful, Roots. I I think it looks like kind of like a Ratchet and Clank game, only mm. it's like hardcore VR. 
Yeah, Onikazi says he didn't realize they were doing a crossover with Ubisoft, that the enemies look straight out of Rayman. Same th type of thing, right? Yeah. It's the same kind of thing, and it's cool. It works, and we already remember um, we see that kind of stuff in uh, other games, right? Flat games. Um, Seo says, remember when the two of the top was rejected from the Quest store, and that was an early Quest <laughs> scandal. But they, they're back and better than ever, right? And I agree 100%. Uh, yeah, and I found it interesting if you do read this article from Upload, um, you know, to the top, still not on the official Quest store for, for whatever reason. And I remember at the time when they were trying to get it on there before App Lab was even a thing, um, they were very direct with, with uh, you know, the, the Oculus brass going right up to them, even at trade shows and asking, you know, some of the, the higher level guys right to their face, like, what's the deal? Um, so I find it interesting if you read through this, um, this article here, it talks about, uh, obviously it coming to uh, PSVR and PC. Um, I don't see any mention of quest. If I remember, let me, let me read through this again here. Let's read it together. This is from Ian Hamilton upload VR. Uh, a new trailer shows gameplay and environments from to the top sequel super kit. To the top, released on Steam, PSVR, and Oculus Rift in 2017 and 2018, with our review praising its approach to controls, level design, and music, with powers enabling fun parkour-like traversal over various obstacle courses. The new trailer for the video, Super Kit to the Top, premiered on PSVR Without Parole, and shows a look at environments from the new game, some fighting mechanics, and includes the text, Gameplay Captured on PCVR with clips showing vibrant colors used throughout. Overall, it looks like Electric Hat Games took a big step forward in visual design from the first game. We reached out to Electric Hat Games and confirmed the plan is to release to the top super kit, first on PC and then on PSVR, with the trailer giving 2022 as a time frame. Uh, so, that, so there you go, Roots. PC first, then PSVR. A glaring omission, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of weird, right? But I mean, at the same time, I, I mean, uh, it doesn't mean that it's not, but I mean, you'd think they would have mentioned it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be, uh, I don't think they'll settle for an App Lab release with this one. I don't think they need to. I think with PSVR 2 coming and, uh, you know, in the existing PC player base which is constantly growing i think that they could go without putting this on quest if they have to obviously they don't want to do that uh but i don't think that they need quest to be successful with this uh, i think if this game is as, as amazing as we think it is that uh that people are going to play it wherever they put it yeah absolutely and uh, like you said they don't need it and they uh can put it on the other other platforms and it, oh, uh, the first one was, a, like you said, a tech demo, right? I mean, even though it wasn't a tech demo, it kind of was. This isn't. This is That was to, to see that it worked, and they made an even better game. It needs to be on the uh, official Quest store if it's going to be on the Quest. I agree. I agree with that. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, Gar VR Legs joining us in the chat says, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas VR 420, please, we've waited long enough. And uh, That's a good thanks for too. joining us there, buddy. As we mentioned a moment ago, we are going to be doing live reaction. Strangers in the Night that day is not going to be in the night. It's going to be in the afternoon or even the morning. I mean, that thing's pretty early. So uh, we're going to be talking and, and watching that showcase along with all of you. So uh, 
be sure if you haven't already to hit that subscription button and ring the bell. The bell's important. Uh, that way you can be notified when we go live. Yeah, see, Onakazi, I don't think that they would. Um, he says sales are sales. If they want to cut themselves off from that, that's their choice. And it's 100%. And if, if I don't think they would say we're not doing Quest because of what happened last time, but they would 100% look at, uh, like you would look at a piece of crap. Someone's like, here, eat this. Um, they're going to look at that offer to go on App Lab and say, fuck you. you know, we're not doing App Lab this time, bro. Um, so it, it has to be Quest or not at all. Quest Store, right? And I think it will be for sure. Well, the question is, the question is, is how much advantage comes from going to App Lab after just going to, uh, other than just side quest, right? True. Like they can side quest this thing and they don't have to give Oculus a, a cut. Oh, that's true. Like, you know. Uh, you know, with, for, if I were them and it were me, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know how well they've done on App Lab. Maybe App Lab's amazing, uh, but I know it's not easy to find games on there, and uh, I'm not so sure that, uh, that that that's something that they want to do. And yeah. uh, if I were them and I had one of the greatest VR games of all time, and I couldn't get it on the Quest Store for whatever reason, um, I wouldn't be so keen to jump in App Lab just to give Oculus a, a cut of. Uh, the the sales that i probably could have uh gotten the same uh, amount of sales or close to it on on side quest so yeah absolutely you know. it's just weird the whole thing lot, is weird a lot of speculation there on my part but uh you know th they could have a quest publishing deal lined up and they might not have just mentioned it in the upload uh thing you know i i could probably clarify this all very quickly uh just by going to uh, i think the guy's name's dan and asking him so oh. maybe that's what i'll do that's true. Radio Runt says he makes it. He made it. It's awesome. You know who else? Welcome. Uh, you Welcome know who Mary. else made it? Uh, Walkabout Mini Golf made it with another banger, right? Thank you, Roots. Moving along, Mist Island becomes a Walkabout Mini Golf course this year. You know, Walkabout Mini Golf making waves in recent weeks as they announced a deal with the Jim Henson Company to bring Labyrinth into a set of upcoming. Uh, courses for its very popular mini golf game uh, exclusive uh, well no i guess it's not exclusive anymore uh, on quest and pc um they also teased at that time that there were other uh ips that uh that they are working behind the scenes with and that more would be announced in the coming weeks and months well here comes the next one and it's a doozy roots as mist in the mist universe is kind of uh their next big reveal with regards to uh to their their mini golf game and you know you made the comment when we talked about this recently like uh how do you do that how do you bring mist into a mini golf game and i said well you just bring the map in and you poke holes in it and <laughs> ta -da, right yeah. uh but this is going to be great right this is going to uh this is going to bring a lot of people into the walkabout world that otherwise wouldn't have jumped in case in point scion will now be playing mini golf uh on steam um just because they're bringing mist into it i'd say that there's a lot of other pc gamers that are going to be doing just the same because this is uh this is a big deal with a passionate fan base yeah absolutely and uh, just to say spry guy says you said mist whereas scion um, and if you, what's cool about this, if you want like a deeper understanding about 
Walkabout Mini Golf. Mash just did an interview with the uh, developer of Walkabout Mini Golf talking about this. I just linked the uh, channel in the um, in the chat and go go listen to the developer. Uh, I mean, it was a this is the thing, man. Interviews are only as good as as the questions being asked. You know what I mean? And the the questions that Mash asked in that interview were phenomenal and um, really tell you a lot about what's going on behind uh, the scenes with Walkabout Mini Golf. Super cool. Yeah, this past Thursday, uh, Q2C Gamer, VR Gamer Live uh, on YouTube and Facebook. Links are uh, in the description down below. Be sure to check that out um, because what Root says is true. Mash is getting good at that interview stuff, huh? Yeah, well, both of you, man. You, I mean, the, the questions you, I, that's how I felt. I was like, I was there in rec room to have fun and, and um, throw a couple questions in there. But man, you guys come up with the, the, the what everybody wants to know. You know what I mean? This is like you have, an, you have a small window to find out everything that everybody wants to know, and, and that's what a good interviewer does. And, uh, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, and it's good a, on Jimmy for answering some of them. Like, uh, I didn't expect him to answer these questions. I was just asking them because that's what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I didn't expect him to actually give us some info like he gave us. Guys, big things coming from in dreams. Anyway, that's, this is not about in dreams. This is about walkabout mini golf. This is about mist. Uh, I'm excited about this roots. Um, like walkabout mini golf is amazing already. We already know how cool mist is. Uh, I'm just curious how how exactly you know all jokes aside, how exactly are they going to do this? Um, there's so many possibilities, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the good news is they're um, they're able to do what they want to do um, in that world. Like they want to bring something special. It's not like okay, they're just gonna go into a, a one of the environments and like you said. Uh, jokingly poke holes into it um they're really going to um to, to make it amazing and the best part is and this is what one thing that mash confirmed with them is they're not raising prices they're going to do their best um and their plan is to to keep charging three dollars whether it's a a known ip or not um for all of these uh these new courses right so I think cool. they should. I think that uh, I'm glad that they're charging for them. The, 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 they're, the base game is cheap enough. And if they're going to bring in these big licenses, they have to pay for them, right? Right. And it feeds itself and everybody's loving it. It's just an amazing game. I mean, everybody loves uh, mini golf, but if you can go into these fantastical worlds and, and just um, play them. And the best part is, is like, say you've got a group of like five people, only one of you needs to buy the, the DLC. It's $3 then everybody can join you and they just have to be in your group um, and you all get to play for free. You know, you don't get to find the balls or whatever, but it's just an amazing game. I agree with that. Uh, anyway, um, you know what else is an amazing source of content on PSVR, not PSVR, PCVR, on PCVR, Half-Life Alex, And the modders that are available in that community just keep knocking it out of the park time after time. Alex, Barry and Maya, they, well, Remember when we asked them not to investigate the giant levitating building in Sector X? Well, uh... We're getting into that floating building, Alex. Shut 
your eyes, Miss Vance, and picture the end of your struggles. Is it freedom that you see, or just darkness? After so much bloodshed, was it all worthwhile? To decide, Miss Vance, it's time to choose. You mean I actually get to use this thing? This article comes courtesy of Peter Graham at GMW3. 2020's Half-Life Alex was a seminal moment for VR. Valve not only finally adding to the much-loved sci-fi franchise, but also giving creators the chance to build upon it with Steam Workshop. As if you need a reason to step back into City 17, later this year, a stunning-looking mod is due to arrive with a big campaign Half-Life Alex Levitation. The first details for Levitation were released over the weekend by way of a very slick trailer, promising a, quote, four to five hour experience for the average player. In it, you'll continue your, can continue your role of Alex Vance, fighting through the dangerous streets of City 17 on a new mission to an area called Sector X. Two of Alex's colleagues, Barry and Maya, went to investigate a mysterious levitating building and, well, haven't come back. So you need to find out what happened, and it seems as though the shadowy G-Man will be making an appearance whilst your buddy Russell also makes a return. Other than that, not much else is known, but expect the usual action-packed gameplay with plenty of combine and head crabs to work your way through. This being a Steam Workshop mod, Half-Life Alex Levitation, will, of course, be free when it launches later this year, currently scheduled for Q3. Roots, you know, we get lots of these mods, right? There seems like there's another one every month. Uh, but the really good ones stick out. And for what it's worth, as gaga as everyone went over the gunman contracts, this seems something that's a lot more my speed. Not that I didn't like gunman contracts, uh, but I think it's a, a little bit overrated. This is more what I'm looking for when I go in to uh, to play a Half-Life Alex mod. Yeah, you want a story base. You want something to pull you through, except for... This is the thing, man. That, that, that gunman contract would be phenomenal if they just procedurally generated where the enemies come from. It would change everything. You'd never know where they were coming from. It would be fresh every time. But it is really cool, right? But what Wolveraza says yeah. in the chat is is... is exactly what you just said it says wow sure looked official he thought it was an official uh half-life alex game and and that tells you how good this thing is um the good news is it's not official because if you already own it 
you don't have to pay for it you get a free um experience or game here which is super super cool right well sayo i think he put it best earlier in the chat when he said it's half-life alex is the gift that keeps giving that mm. is true it's kind of the one must-have app in the well not the one but probably stands above all others in the pc catalog as if you if you could only have one game this is probably the one you want to get because not only do you have like the most amazing game on pc vr but you have all of these mods and there's hundreds of them and some of them especially the more recent ones are, are becoming very good as people are really learning how to uh manipulate this uh this source to uh engine yeah it's amazing it's one of those things we talked about um when it first came out and that game of the year discussion was it the game of the year that was one of the things we talked about because of the content down the road that for because of this and that was all theoretical at the time which is crazy and uh mash says how dare you says the gun con gunman contracts are amazing and hack wants to know how hard is it really to get the half like um mods working it's as easy as opening the community page on steam and clicking a button it's super easy one of the easiest mods you'll ever do and it's actually supported through um uh steam yeah it's it's super simple it's not like your typical mod where you're having to go into the game files and, and edit things literally you you go into um you bring up the game's steam page right you'll see a tab that says workshop you click on workshop and it brings you into this section which is basically like the steam store only it has half-life mods on it when you see one you like you click subscribe and it automatically downloads then all you got to do is go in the game enable the mods and there'll, there'll be a list of them you can go down a checklist of which ones you want to enable and then start the game as you typically would it'll ask you if you want to do a normal game or an add-on enabled game and that's all there is to it yep. easy peasy yeah it's easy and um there's a little bit of weirdness when it comes to actually opening them up and stuff but if you if you if you are having a trouble at that point um then just look at a youtube video there's somebody out there that's done like a two minute video that shows you step by step on because i kind of when i went back in i was like what do i do again like i have to click on this and then but once you get it it's it's i mean it's super easy uh master says how dare you gunman contracts was, was amazing it was very good uh certainly it was very good it, it was it was what it was though it was a linear arcade shooter hmm. like period like some of the environments were, were really cool in it um but like people the way people talk about that game you you'd think that it was half-life alex itself like i mean all the headlines for for uh gunman contracts is like okay this is what the future of vr shooters should be and no nah, dude it's a linear shooter it's really good but the only reason it's good is because it's in the half-life engine like mm. And and that's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I didn't I didn't think it was special. I thought it was very good. It was fun to play. Uh, I wouldn't call it like special, like rarefied air. Like it's not, it's not like the Return to Rapture Chapter Two. It's not that level. You know it's, what I'm saying? Mash says it's free. Yeah, we get that. Mash, it's free. It's it's good. Um, Bluebell says it was uh their first um, PC VR game ever played. And um, and then I was thinking about this while we were you know talking about it with the um, you know, it's one of those things that um, I guess Pass Roots was just not not even twenty minutes ago was kind of had his foot in his mouth 
as he was talking about the superiority of the PlayStation VR 2. And this is, when we've said this before, this is where PC VR has the advantage. You can't play not only Half-Life Alex. you don't have mods like this. You can't, and not only these mods, but, Res, you know, Resident Evil or Red Dead or any of them. It just doesn't exist. But, so. but uh, PlayStation VR does kind of have their own version. And in, 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 in some ways, it's even more versatile than what a lot of people are doing. Oh with uh with the alex workshop and that's dreams oh that's true dreams is a dreams is a game engine for uh common people to use it's it's streamlined made easy for people and um you know which which platform has more amazing content probably alex you know but that's just because uh so many of those games are just like half-life alex and mm. half-life alex is amazing there's a lot more diversity on dreams much more diversity on are, dreams are you are you and, saying uh, that the dreams engine is better than source 2 no i'm just kidding i know <laughs> i know that's not what you're saying but dreams is a, is a really that that's their version of um exactly that's a, actually a really good point uh mash says you put max Payne in that engine with that story and it's the best game in vr but is that what they did <laughs> That's no. not what they did. No, yeah, we're we're not talking about Max Payne, and I agree. That's I mean, we're a couple steps away from that, right? People, you know, at Source Two, man. People forget, dude. Like that's where uh, Counter Strike and all those games came from. So, our Source yeah, One. By right. the way, before before we move on to our next uh, topic here, um, they're remaking Max Payne One and Two. Are they really? Oh my god! They oh. officially announced that this past week. Nice. Yeah. I've never played through them, so that'll be another game that I probably get to play for in VR for the first time. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Uh, really quickly, let's talk a little bit about Elysia. Um, you know, when Zenith came out, and it was such a massive, massive success, and people were so high on it, uh, you know, during those first few weeks, uh, we said, well, what is this going to mean for Elysia? Have they lost, uh, lost just by being second? Um, it seems, and as it seems over time, Roots, that maybe just the opposite is going to end up being the case, that they might actually benefit from the popularity of Zenith and, and, and use that popularity to build upon. Uh, the devs this past week uh, commented on, on Zenith, and they said that Zenith is Final Fantasy XIV to our world of Warcraft. So not only are they saying that their their game has much more depth and scope than uh, Zenith, but they're going to use the popularity that this game has already built to bring players into their world as well. I think that uh, this might actually end up working out for them after all, especially if they can deliver with the game, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. CEO says smack talk, laugh, laugh out loud, some smack talk in the headline. And that's exactly it. But this is the thing. I liked it. I liked that smack talk. I liked when I read it. I was because I know exactly what they mean. Um, I can't stand Final Fantasy fourteen, and I have friends that keep trying to get me to go in there. I say fuck chocobos. I know that's controversial. Everybody that's probably lost half the audience right there. Like fuck you, roots. Um, I just didn't like it. World of Warcraft to me was so much better. The gameplay was better. I, I'm not into anime, and it was just a deeper experience, and I, I loved it. Um, and so there's room for both, but I I, I think that basically what the article said is that they're watching zenith and there's things that they're that zenith or most of the things that zenith's doing they would never do 
which means they're going in somewhat of a different direction. But they also acknowledge that Zenith is also doing, they're doing things that, um, not going to do things that they would, that uh, Leisure would do, right? So like they're two different versions, two different games. They can both exist. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. And it made me want to go in and check out this alpha I have access to that I haven't gone into yet. So I, I might do that tomorrow. Yeah, you might, but I don't even know if that alpha is still going on. And if it is, it's not going to be going on for very much longer. Oh, uh, so yeah, you might want to, you might want to take advantage. I'm the same way. I didn't get a chance to go in and check out that alpha either, but w this is a particularly light week for releases. Mm. So if there's, if there's a time, if we're going to have a chance, it's this week. So maybe, uh, maybe we jump in there tomorrow. Maybe we, That's a good idea. Is it the alpha we have? We might have the access to the beta. I, I'm not sure. Uh, Mapper says it's over. We might have, have access to the beta. We'll have to ask Mash. But um, he said, also says he played Leisure Alpha. It was an alpha, so they don't have much depth yet. Um, and this is not necessarily a knock at Zenith. Sorry, Don. Um, neither does Zenith. Uh, Zenith really doesn't right. have much depth either. Um, they... They you can get to level forty, which is cool. So that is cool. Um, Chris nine nine eight nine says, having played Zenith and Alicia Alpha two, I can confirm that Alicia felt like wow in VR. Oh God! See, there you go. That's what I want. I just even the quest. If the quests are just as boring as what Wes said, and you're going, you know, and the story, the fetch this or whatever. If everything else is there, I don't care. But it would be nice if they actually made the quest really entertaining and, and interesting, right? It doesn't mean it doesn't have to be um, redundant. So, agreed. Uh, moving uh, along, we we, um, we got news this past week of uh, a follow up, a sequel, if you will, that we weren't quite sure we would ever see. Roots. Musical puzzler Eolia debuts on MetaQuest 2 this summer. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, Eolia is the follow-up title to Rhythm of the Universe Ionia. And, you know, we, we've said a lot about Rhythm of the Universe Ionia on this channel. Um, mostly about um, the wasted potential of it. One of the most beautiful, stunning-looking games I've ever seen graphically uh, on PC, uh, a beautiful story told in a beautiful world, uh, but a game that was very largely held back by junky, or janky, uh, it is junky, janky, uh, clunky controls and uh, bugs. So, uh, you know, some very light puzzling going on in that. Roots, this looks like 
<coughs> the gameplay is actually a little bit more fleshed out in depth, although uh, taking a pretty big step back graphically uh, as this is MetaQuest 2 footage. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a PC version mm. of this, um, but hopefully, you know, what the game lacks in terms of, uh, and not that it looks bad by any stretch, but uh, I mean, compared to the rhythm of the universe Ionia, this is a step back. Yeah. Um, hopefully what, what it lacks in graphical uh, beauty, it will make up for by uh, actually having controls that work <laughs> and uh, having a little bit more fleshed out gameplay. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we were talking about during the uh, trailer. And I, I, I'd forgotten about the climbing and it's just a little weird, the clunky, right? As long as they get the gameplay um, good, that's really what I care about. The graphics don't look that bad, you know what I mean? Like they, but uh, like you said, that was one of the, the best things about Rhythm of the Universe, right? Was how good it looked. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but it didn't look good on the quarter. So, you know. No, it did not. And that's why I'm a little bit worried about this. But, um, you know, if if the controls had worked, th their concepts for some of the puzzles really weren't all that bad. I like the, I liked the idea of having musical puzzles. Mm. More games should have musical puzzles. So I like I like the concept. I like this universe that they're building out. Uh, they just they didn't really execute with the first title. Hopefully, lessons learned on this one, and they won't launch it until it's ready. Um, but you know, it's it's very much going to be a case of I believe it when I see it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris nine nine eight nine says he uh, we need Beat Saber too. I, <laughs> I agree for Masher. I agree with that as well. Uh, Mesh says, uh, WTF, they have a lot to prove. I agree with that. They have everything to prove. But I will say this. You know, we've shit on that game a lot. And we've also called it one of the most beautiful things we've ever seen. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is that I'm kind of glad that they're, that, that they're doing a follow-up because the story that they set up with the last one could be very epic like they they set up they set themselves up for multiple titles into the future with an epic length fantasy story um with with you know characters that you can connect with um again all of this game's problems were technical problems in my opinion uh in the, in the uh the, the first title so hopefully this title will uh, correct some of those. And I'm just, I'm relieved roots that they, that obviously they're still getting some kind of funding in here and they're able to, to continue on with this because it is a good story. It's a beautiful world. And uh, again, we, we don't have enough of these like musical puzzlers in VR. Yeah, definitely unique. And uh, like you said, it's a cool story. I'd like to see it continued. So. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of musical quest games, Roots, uh, Unplug is getting some DLC. And no, I'm not talking about the uh, half-joke air triangle that they put out on April 1st, which, you know, they could call it an April Fool's joke all they want, but it was real DLC that you could download and play for a limited time. So how much of a joke was it, actually? Uh, but the only reason uh, I'm bringing this one up, Roots, because look at this lineup, bro. Muse, Slayer. Rob Zombie, this is what I've been asking Rhythm Games to do for four years. Mm. And here Unplugged does it on their third friggin' uh their third uh or second DLC. Um man, uh I like you know, I didn't really have much interest in picking Unplugged back up 
until now. You know, this is going to sound weird. Well, it's not going to sound weird because we said this when it first came out. I'd love to play this game with my controllers, especially with the music. I just don't know that I'm interested in doing hand tracking anything. It's not this game. It's Quest 2. Um, the tracking is okay. It's not good enough, right? So, You know, you know what, though? Um, this this uh, title like this that is completely dependent and built around the hand tracking, uh, a game like this could really get a second life when the Cambria headset mm. comes out with its advanced sensing technology and all the extra cameras that it's going to have. Um, Unplug might actually become something that's really fun to play. Uh, and not that much. I mean, we're, we're going to get that headset this year and we're, we're in mid April right now. So absolutely. How cool would it be? Couldn't they put, a, I don't know how it would work, but put something you could just put on your fingers, your strumming fingers for vibration rings, couple rings that, you know what I mean? That allowed you to feel, you know, uh, with the Cambria, that'd be, I mean, that would solve everything. And uh, the better tracking would be amazing. Or you could get the Mr. Tasselhoff uh, VR neck thing that he made. Yeah. Well, I know Wolf Ross is going to try it. He's looking forward to it. I don't, I don't know that. I just, uh, right now, I, I, I think, well, I guess if there's any other rhythm games out there, you know, Synth Riders, even Beat Saber, please. You know, Wes has a, a a library of music that he loves that he doesn't get to listen to on anything in these things, right? Like, let's let's not listen to all, think about all the, the vanilla people. Let's listen to some hard rock stuff in here. It's not, even though it's not my genre, it should be there, right? So. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, VR Spraga says, you know, Rob Zombie Slayer, did Wes think another VR item into existence? <laughs> Maybe I did, bro. I've been working on speaking this one into existence for years, though. Well, speaking of um, speaking into existence, Dee would kill me if I didn't see that, say this because she said it earlier. She needs you to say, Wes, she needs to say Destiny 3 <laughs> VR. Destiny 3 VR. PSVR 2 launch title. There you, there go. you go. Yep, it's coming. It, Hopefully. Make it so. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway uh super cool uh, i am mildly uh interested in picking them plugged up uh, it's okay it's okay okay <laughs> wait what <laughs> I, I got to the wrong one there's all that's that's for next week I pretend that didn't show up uh anyway i was just wrapping up unplugged anyway saying that uh now that's got cool music i might go back to it uh but yeah let's let's go ahead and move along <laughs>
Sweet Surrender Update adds new classes, weapons, animations, and more. This coming from Harry Baker at Upload VR. The latest update for VR roguelike Sweet Surrender adds a bunch of new content, including weapons, classes, overhauled animation, and core system improvements. Sweet Surrender released toward the end of last year for Quest and PC, delivering a single-player FPS roguelike with randomized dungeons and enemies. In our review, we found that it's Moorish difficulty enjoyable. Arcade gameplay and hypnotic visual and audio flair make for a rock-solid roguelike, while also leaving a lot of room to grow. Indeed, developer Salmi Games did promise extensive free updates after launch, and the latest, Update 5, might be the biggest one yet. The update actually launched almost a month ago now, but we missed it. And by we, they mean them. But by we, I mean we too, Roots. We missed this <laughs> one as well. Uh, nonetheless, it's worth covering as it adds a whole lot of stuff to the game. Two new classes, Grenadier and the Lunatic. And as you might have guessed, the Grenadier focuses on dealing, upgrading, and unlocking explosive damage capabilities. Completing runs with the Lunatic, however, will pose significantly greater challenge is a, and is a rebel whose ferociousness and unpredictability has led the robots to mark them as a high-priority target. Two new weapons brought in the fray, the sawed-off shotgun and the Tier 1 grenade launcher. Plus, weapons animations have been reworked for almost every weapon in the game, wow. with improved hand positioning, new firing, and reload animations. Uh, the guns will look more animated and feel more interactive than ever. Uh, you can see for yourself again in the trailer that we just watched. Developer Salmi Games also noted that the update includes, quote, cleanups and improvements of the game's core systems, which includes quality of life fixes, loading time improvements, and general efficiency changes. Salmi says these changes will allow the studio to, quote, be even more efficient with future development and updates. Uh, Roots, we had early access to this game, and we even tried it before then when it had a demo live on the uh, Steam Next Fest. And uh, we've been pretty impressed with this thing from the get-go. Like, I mean, it doesn't do anything uh, amazing, but it does a lot of things very well. And, uh, you know, shooting things in VR is just fun. And this one, as a roguelike, you know, gives you just enough variability to keep it fresh. But that was then. This is now. This is a much more pal polished and refined game now. And, he, and I did play this game um, probably pretty close to uh, around the time that they updated it. M maybe not. Uh, I don't think I've played it since the update, but I think it was about five or six weeks ago that I played this game. And uh, I had fun with it then. It seemed a lot like a lot of the bugs that we complained about with the early versions were now gone. It just runs very well. And uh, the game's always been fun. I'm glad to see that it's continuing to, to be supported, uh, not only now, but into the future. Uh, this update looks pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was then, and this is now. It's even better than what you were just describing. So uh, everything we said about Sweet Surrender in the beginning is, is even better. And uh, can't wait to see where this game ends up in the end, right? So, Yeah, and it's, and it, you know, um, the differences between PC and quest while there are differences they're minimal like this is a really really good game on the standalone version and i think i played it standalone more than i played it on pc because really um 
you know, the, the advantages that you get from playing it on PC really aren't worth the, uh, the extra trouble of going, going through all this shit to hook it up. Like literally you can throw the headset on and play something that's very, very close to the PC version. And, uh, it's really good. I, I recommend this game. What is it like 20 bucks for this 25, something like that. Um, it's a really good game and it's one that often goes under the radar. Yeah. And like we just said, the devs are not done with it. They're just continuing to add it to it. So it's cool. Anyway, I don't know if you guys could hear my phone, but that means that we are pretty much out of time. So we are going to uh, skip. Uh, I think we missed three stories out of the 20 that we, uh, we listed. So I'm going to call that a win and move us along to this week's reminders. Oh, so we're going straight to wish list, huh? Oh, I was going well, to do out what's out what's out this week first. We can do wish list first if you want. Oh no, no. So um is do we have a scene for um for reminders? Yeah, yeah, we have one game out this week. It's in oh. the uh thumbnail. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I, I, we didn't have it. So, I don't think we had it set for a trailer though. Did we? We did. Mm, well, we don't now. We're skipping it because we're running out of time. <laughs> it's all right we, we don't have time to watch the trailer anyway uh we have one game out this week it's out on steam vr the atlas mystery a vr puzzle game uh this is coming to us from top right corner releasing on the 13th so three days from today on wednesday uh this game will be out this is a a game we covered recently this was the one you recall from the makers of belco vr uh which kind of puts us in uh uh, like a i don't know 30s 40s 50s era movie theater to try to uh solve a uh a mystery it's kind of a escape room style game uh with a cool story and a cool vibe um I'm pretty interested in this one roots uh, it looks really cool yeah it does it definitely is um it looks like a, a travel to the past right a blast from the past is kind of what we like about vr that's that's right. It's one of those uh, few titles that uh, that make use of VR as kind of a time machine to throw you back a little bit and uh, back to a, an era. Consequently, that uh, things were beautiful. The architecture was beautiful, like uh, and, you know, not for nothing, but I love the cinema and the, the old cinema. Just, just there's a lot of stuff about this that I really like. And even if there wasn't this cool uh, puzzle game. Uh, mystery game going on here uh, even if this was just an, an interactive environment i could go hanging out, out out in you know i would give it 30 minutes to an hour of my time just to uh check this place out it looks really cool the puzzles look really cool too like and you know i can't always tell that way just from looking at it but just uh the amount of detail of some of these things you can tell that you're like that newspaper and there's going to be stuff in these things you need to, to find right and um, I just like it. I think it looks cool. Yeah, looks really good. Um, oh shit! <laughs> I'm dropping stuff everywhere. I'm trying to uh, type in this key into the chat for uh, onslaught because it occurred to me that I promised oh. these people a copy of The Walking Dead onslaught, and we're about out of show here. So we need to get this thing out there. Um, yeah, you guys get ready. It's coming. Who's gonna get it? My prediction? I don't know. I have no no idea. Well, while I'm doing this, let's go ahead and move on to our next reminder, which is the uh, wish list slash review uh, segment. And I was going to ask you people to bear with me in real time as I uh, leave a review 
But, I'm um, going to leave the review. I, I just don't have time to do it now. I'll do it when I get home from work. You have my word. Uh, I'm going to review the Living Remain Roots because uh, I was relatively impressed with what I played. Um, it's a very fun uh, zombie shooter for 20 bucks, and fans for, of Arizona Sunshine are going to absolutely love it. Was it overhyped a bit? Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. I mean, bringing up Half-Life Alex and Resident Evil 4 probably not fair and probably does more harm to this title than good to be quite honest um but beyond that uh this is a very fun zombie shooter that i've had a blast with so far and be as uh being that it came from a two-person husband and wife team i think it deserves our support and for that reason i'm definitely going to be leaving a uh, review on this one so if you haven't played the game be sure to wishlist it if you have played it, be sure to review it. Uh, these these devs can use all the support that uh, that we can throw their way. Absolutely, yeah. I'm gonna not. I'm gonna leave a review for um, Star Trek Bridge Crew. I don't think I've ever done that, and I'm not gonna do it in real time. But um, because there's n little news on that that we didn't get a chance to, and uh, it's a good game, right? People need to know. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So the the. Um... The stories that we we glossed over this week uh we had some new footage of cities vr we were going to look at and obviously with the uh the meta showcase coming up we're going to have plenty of opportunity to talk about cities vr before it launches uh we got new footage of the resident evil 8 uh vr mod it's looking like it's coming along quite well we're probably going to see a release soon uh there's like six and a half minutes of new footage um Again, patrons, all this stuff is linked up in the show notes. All you got to do is go click on it and look at it. Uh, but what Roots is talking about, Star Trek Bridge Crew, has been relisted. So it was delisted off of a few platforms a month or two ago, and people were uh, talking about it like it's on its way out, like this is a game whose days are numbered. Uh, happy to report that Star Trek Bridge Crew has been relisted on all platforms. Mm. It's now available on all stores for purchase once again we need to get in there with gt Soon. yeah we've been saying that for a while right? i know i really want to do it i just want an excuse to hang out with him again but i want to play that game again really for real i've never played it really i think you would like it it's strategy you know what I mean? And there's a story there and you're like working through missions and you, you have to work together. Um, you know what I mean? And actually, you know, it, it, I usually play captain, um, but I would be willing to let you play captain because I think you would be a good captain as far as because you got to delegate. Like you're deciding, okay, the engineer, you do this, you know, you're telling everybody, okay, you're really, I mean, you, if you're playing it the way you should be playing it. That's how the captain should be making the calls and everybody else just does what they say. Well, um, you know, I'm down for whatever, you know, I don't, I don't think that that game is going to be the funnest thing in the world. Um, but what I do know is that, uh, games like this are as good as your friends yep. and, uh, be, you know, uh, hanging out with you, with Masher, with, with GT or Alex VR, who just joined us in the chat. Um, I'm sure I'd have a blast. So uh, no matter what we're doing, so uh, I could be the captain. I can be uh, Scotty uh, and, and do the beaming up, <laughs> or, or or what it, have you. I, I'm flexible, bro. It's cool, man. I played with. I actually had in fun back in the day playing with randoms. 
sometimes there was crazy people that were like super serious, like this was their fucking life and you need to make sure you're doing your job right. And then they would yell at me. Uh, but other than that, uh, it was cool. Winner of the Walking Dead Onslaught, Chatty Roots. Uh, and uh, hopefully wife's watching. You know, she was doing the drawing for the uh, the second chance giveaway this past Wednesday. And one of them came really close to, to Chatty, I think. Mm. Maybe it was maybe it was on Master's show, like the wheel. Something like that. One of them, Chatty came very close to uh, to winning something. Wife was kind of bummed out. Like, oh, Chatty almost got it. Yeah. I'm like, listen, Chatty, Chatty wins shit all the time. Don't feel bad for Chatty. And now here we are in the very next episode and uh, mm. Chatty getting the Walking Dead onslaught. Congratulations uh, on winning uh, a, a, you know, a very mediocre but good game. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a good game. It's it's it's. I was gonna say, it's I'll tell you what, fan service. you you, it's terrible fan service, but for somebody that gets it for free, it's phenomenal. It's it's you know what I mean for a free yeah. game, it's really good. Um, if you spend yeah, like full like price, like Eric mm-hmm. said, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Only Eric was talking about free DLC for a sixty dollar game. Uh, this is free, free for free, yeah. free. This is free, free, free for Teddy. Yeah, it's later than I even thought. So, uh, with that said, friends, we're going to wrap this show up uh, quick style. If you uh, if you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you're new to the channel, subscribe, ring the bell, support us on Patreon, join us in the Discord. All that stuff is in the description down below. Yep. And uh, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you in a couple days. Bye now. Take it easy.